This podcast is brought to you by real-life captioned eroticas. Check the link in the description for the sexy, visualized stories of your dreams. The next story is posted by user whaty2020 from r slash erotica. The title of the story is Luck of the Irish. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the story. Aoife began a joyful stride through the town with her soap and bucket in tow. She hadn't had the time to bathe in the last few days and was elated by the thought of getting herself clean. Working the bellows for her father's forge was grueling and exasperating. It took great strength and endurance to furnish great blasts of air sufficient enough to heat the forge for her father's work. With the additional orders from the town's guard and the regular requests by the town's adventurers, Aoife had scarce time left for anything but the illustrious forge. This day's morning marked the beginning of what should be a very welcome break in Aoife's duties. As Aoife neared the town's western edge by the river, she encountered Kuhalan. Kuhalan was a tall, handsome man. His muscles were toned and large, which gave him an overbearing presence. With shoulder-length brown hair, a well-trimmed beard, and deep blue gleaming eyes, it was easy to see why many women would largest him with passing glances of yearning intent. Aoife was no exception to this yearning, for not only was Kuhalan handsome, but he was also a talented warrior and carried an amorvelous nature. As such, Kuhalan had his pick of women and had a favorable preference for those with large breasts. As beautiful as Aoife was, her chest bore an unhappy resemblance to that of a young boy. Aoife was about to interject Kuhalan in passing when she heard the voice of Skathach trailing behind Kuhalan. Skathach was striding behind Kuhalan yelling ahead for him to maintain pace as they jogged in unison. Skathach was Kuhalan's personal instructor. She was a very well-known adventurer and bore a rank that earned her great respect from the townsfolk. Not only was she a talented swordsman, she was absolutely stunning. Her features were drastically different from those of the townsfolk of Athlone. They were all either brunettes or redheads, with pale white skin and freckles and for the most part, blue or green eyes. Skathach had long jet black hair, a sharp jawline, and piercing gray eyes. Her voice commanded attention but still sounded pleasantly feminine on the ears. Her most striking feature, which made Aoife most envious, were her large, supple breasts. As quickly as Aoife had opened her mouth to speak, she closed it once again. The sight of Skathach's large breasts bouncing up and down behind Kuhulan made her lose her train of thought. The white skin of her bosom gleamed in the sunlight as the rays danced and the beads of sweat pooling at her cleavage. Aoife's jealous feelings were so great, it's a wonder her skin didn't turn green. She meekly nodded at Kuhulan as he jogged by with Skathach hot on his heels. He smiled back toward Aoife and continued his training as Aoife made her way out of the town's edge. Once Aoife made it to the river's edge, she followed it downstream for a few minutes to reach a secluded section of the lake. Ah, Aoife let out a furious cry of frustration as she slammed her bucket into the water. She's had her eyes on Kuhulan for over a year, and the sight of Skathach spending so much intimate time with him was infuriating. No matter the time of day. She could never get a moment alone with Kuhalan. It was well known that Kuhalan was training under Skathach. Surely, however, the time they spent together was abnormal for such a relationship. Aoife felt certain the pair were closer than they let on. Kuhalan was known to be an honest man, but maybe the two hid their affair so he could continue to train with Skathach undisturbed. Aoife gave her head a shake as her own thoughts discomforted her. Aoife stripped behind some bushes and waded into the water with her bucket and soap in hand. The lake was beautiful in the summer heat. The water was a clear crystal blue, cool and refreshing but warm enough to enjoy for hours. The air was crisp and clean with the smell of bountiful flowers and fresh fruit in the trees. Birds were always coming and going and the sound of rushing water from the river's mouth made the lake a very relaxing place. So relaxing in fact, 
that it was supposedly the home of very unique beings. The lake was rumored to be the home of water sprites. Water sprites were fairy-like creatures that lived in only the purest water. They were supposedly magical and beautiful. The most famous part of their telling was their ability to grant wishes. The water sprites were said to grant wishes to those who were willing to perform selfless acts of good deeds. Of course, these were just old stories passed down by generations. No one currently living had ever seen a water sprite. That was until Aoife happened to be at the right place, at the right time. As she bathed in the crystal waters, she noticed an odd figure floating in the water. It was a small and very unfamiliar sight. She thought to herself it could be a child's lost doll. As it drifted toward her, she scooped it up with her hands and flipped it over to take a look at the object's front. She let out a yelp in utter shock and disbelief as she flung the tiny body back into the water. This was no doll. It was a tiny person. The little being yelled something indecipherable and made a splash as they hit the water. Aoife frantically scooped them up once again and held them up as they spat out a mouthful of water. Aoife's voice was in a tremble as she uttered out I'm so sorry. Are you okay? The water sprite looked up at Aoife's gorgeous milky white face. She had a look of absolute bewilderment as she stared down at the little being. The sprite coughed up a bit of water and mustered a meager I'm okay between small fits of coughing. The sprite stood in Aoife's fair hands and muttered I absolutely detest water. He began to pat the water off of his naked body and started shaking to warm up. Oddly enough, while this little man stood naked in Aoife's hands, Aoife herself felt no embarrassment upon viewing his naked form. In fact, she had no way of knowing he was a he as there were no identifying features on his little body. Um, excuse me Aoife had a tremble in her voice as she whispered to the water sprite. What, or rather, who are you? My name is Kelpi, the very unfortunate water sprite. The little person began to exclaim with a rather odd amount of glee for such a statement. I haven't been up this way in a long time, mostly due to the unbearable commute. I'm not surprised we haven't met before. What is your name? Aoife's confusion endeared and grew as the conversation continued. She never imagined a water sprite would actually exist. Now she was conversing with one in such a nonchalant matter. How could she have stumbled upon one of the rarest and therefore believed to be mythological beings? Until now, she believed herself to have the worst luck of any woman in the village. Now she had just met the one being that could make some of her greatest problems disappear. As the sprite continued to proclaim their disdain for water, Aoife's mind began flooding with ideas for which she could ask the sprite to make her life all the better. She began to settle on an idea when the sprite's voice reached her once more. Well, Kelpi stamped his foot into Aoife's hand and stared into her beautiful emerald eyes. Oh, I'm sorry Kelpi. What was your question? Her hand stumbled from the stamp of Kelpi's foot and Aoife shifted in the water. It was at that moment she realized she was still very naked and with a small stranger in her hands no less. She felt her face flush red and she knelt down in the water to hide her bare chest from the sprite. This didn't really help, as this water is some of the clearest you would ever set eyes on. Kelpi looked down from his human hand pedestal. He sheepishly grinned at Aoife as she started to blow bubbles of embarrassment into the water. Don't be so embarrassed little boy. I didn't see anything but your chest. He began a bellow of laughter as his face shot into the air and he held his gut in glee. Little did he know, due to a lack of breasts on Aoife's chest, he had just gravely insulted and mortified a young woman. A woman scorned is nothing to be trifled with, especially for one so small and vulnerable to vengeful whims. Kelpi's cries of laughter soon fell silent as he felt himself being launched into the air with a significant magnitude of strength. Wah, what are you doing? He cried as he flew up into the air. You jerk, Aoife screamed at the top of her lungs as her arms folded onto her chest and Kelpi flew upwards in a swift motion. 
Kelpai came down with a small sploosh beside Aoife as her face steamed red with anger. Kelpai came up gasping for air and made eye contact with Aoife. Jerk, he said with a matter of protest in his voice. How exactly am I a jerk? I'm not a boy, exclaimed Aoife. I'm a woman, a beautiful, young, and sexy woman. Her eyes stared daggers at the small sprite as he floated onto his back beside her young supple body. She was now entirely flushed red and she sank back into the water as her rage began to subside. Kelpai began to pat the back of his head as he stared up into the sky. He felt embarrassed as he floated in the gentle current surrounding Aoife and said I'm sorry. I should have realized someone with such a fair face was a gorgeous young woman. I had no intention of insulting you. Honest. A look of discontent crossed Aoife's face and she scooped the sprite into her hands once more. I suppose I can forgive you. Just don't ever refer to me as a young man again. Her hands trembled slightly as Kelpai stood up once more. The eye contact between the two felt less awkward this time around. I'm curious Aoife's voice was much louder and firmer now. What makes you unfortunate? And what commute are you referring to exactly? Kelpai cleared his throat and began to explain how much he loathes the water. Every water sprite as it turned out has a very distinct personality just as humans do. This particular sprite was unfortunate because he was born a water sprite who hates water. He lived in a city, in a world away from humans, deep in the lake. No one has seen any sprites for centuries because they rarely see fit any need to return to the surface. Kelpai, however, sought to leave his home as the cold waters and fish were wearing thin on his mental well-being. Being as such, his hate for the water, he never quite took to swimming. Upon leaving his home, he quickly ran into trouble making his way to the surface. He had passed out from exhaustion and awoke to the gentle, warm touch of Aoife's hands. The two conversed for some time, Kelpai sitting on the shore as Aoife finished her bathing. By the time she had toweled off and dressed, the sprite had heard the tale of Athlone and wanted to see it for himself. Aoife agreed to take him to the village and Kelpai hid in her bucket under her towel once they arrived at the edge of Athlone. The pair scurried their way to her home where they found privacy in her room. It was here that Kelpai and Aoife began to make good friends as they shared stories and food with one another. As the day wore on, Kuhulan finished his training with Skathach and began to make his way home. He passed the forge and waved to Aoife's father who did not return the favor. He was too busy with his iron to take notice of Kuhulan's gesture. As Kuhulan passed the forge and made his by the adjacent home, he heard two voices. He peered over his left shoulder and determined the voices were coming from Aoife's room. Aoife's room. Why were there two voices coming from her room? He pondered. He came to a stop outside of the shuttered window, and eavesdropped on the pair inside. It was then, he realized that Aoife had befriended a water sprite. Having heard of the rumors himself, he immediately began to think of wishes he would want to be granted by the mythological being. The subject coursed through his mind as he heard the very same subject come up within Aoife and Kelpai's conversation. So, Aoife. I'm assuming with all of these stories, you're familiar with water sprites granting wishes to humans. He made a quizzical look towards Aoife and placed a hand on the cheek of his tilted face. Oh, well yes, I've heard of such stories. I hadn't thought of it until now though. She looked down at her twiddling thumbs in hopes her words would mask her truth. She had been hoping that Kelpai would bring up the subject and offer to grant her wish. A soft and friendly laugh came spewing from the sprite's face as he wiped tears of joy from his face. Don't feel shamed Aoife. Sprites love granting wishes. In fact, it helps us to maintain our magical abilities. It really is a win-win, so long as a healthy respect and friendship remain between both parties of course. I'm sure you can well imagine. Many people have abhorrent wishes and sought to take advantage of sprites in the past. I don't sense any malice or malcontent from you. I'd be happy to grant your wish if you have one. Kelpai cheered and jumped into Aoife's hands once more. 
He made a wide smile across his small face and looked upon her once more. Well, to be honest Kelpai, I do have a particular wish in mind. Aoife held Kelpai up to her face so the pair could make keen eye contact with one another. Her gaze blazoned with hope and confidence. I wish Skathach would fall in love with a man other than Kuhalan. Aoife had thought long and hard. She was certain, with Skathach out of her way, she would be the woman of Kuhalan's desire and be granted the opportunity to be courted by him. Okay Aoife, I can make that happen. Kelpai snapped his fingers and the work was done. It really was that simple for a water sprite. They could grant pretty well any desire anyone could harbor in their hearts. However, this particular wish would swiftly backfire on Aoife. As she uttered the words of her greatest desire, Kuhalan was well within earshot. Kuhalan let out a small sigh as he shook his head outside of Aoife's window. He never felt any romantic feelings towards Skathach. She was just his coach and not at all his type. He preferred a soft-spoken woman with red hair and supple skin, not an ornery woman who barked orders and chased him around the village. Though admittedly he thought, Skathach does have an absolutely fantastic chest. In fact, if Eva had the chest of Skathach, she would be his perfect woman. It was at that moment Kuhalan knew what his wish would be. He pulled his body off the side of the house, opened the shutter, and climbed into Aoife's room. The pair inside shot back in disbelief as Kuhalan climbed in through the window. He stood up and patted down his clothes as he looked at Aoife and Kelpai standing on the far side of the room. He stepped forward to the silent pair and looked into Aoife's eyes. I heard your wish. I have to say I'm flattered. Aoife's face went beet red and she glanced down to the floor, aghast in the new situation she found herself in. She shuffled her feet and slowly turned her gaze to the handsome man. She always thought him out of reach. Now here he was, standing in her bedroom, fully aware of her true feelings and intent. Her heart raced with excitement, and she felt her body getting hotter by the minute. Kelpai, still standing in her exceedingly warm hands, looked at Aoife and then back at Kuhalan. Kelpai grinned and started laughing. Once Kelpai's laughter died out, there was a somewhat awkward silence that filled the room. No one would speak. So Kelpai looked at Kuhalan and asked him if he also had a wish. Aoife and Kuhalan both had looks of shock on their face and Aoife blurted out what? Why would you grant him a wish too? He was just eavesdropping on us. Doesn't that strike you like a little rude? Kelpai looked back at Aoife with a cheeky grin. Normally I wouldn't grant a wish to just anyone. However, you just made a wish that could have had very negative consequences on Kuhalan's life. Don't you think it's only fair that he also gets to make a wish? Kelpai shrugged his shoulders and turned away from Aoife. He leaped over to Kuhalan who caught him with open palms and the two met each other's gaze. Kuhalan raised the little blue sprite to his face and smiled as he began to make his wish. Well Kelpai, since you're being so generous, I'll make a quick and easy wish for you. Kuhalan looked upon Aoife's clean white gorgeous face and said a gorgeous woman like that deserves an equally gorgeous pair of tits don't you think? Aoife swiftly shot her face towards Kuhalan with a look of disbelief. What? What? Aoife went completely red and covered her chest. She knelt down on her bedroom floor and closed her eyes in embarrassment. Kelpai bellowed once more and snapped his fingers. Kuhalan set Kelpai down on the windowsill and began to walk over to Aoife. He knelt down in front of her and reached out for her hand. Aoife pushed Kuhalan back and covered her chest. How could you? She exclaimed. Was I not good enough for you as I was? You could have wished for anything in the world. You chose to wish I had larger breasts so you could find me attractive. This is not what I wanted. I thought with Skathach out of the way you would want me for me. Tears filled Aoife's eyes and she looked away from Kuhalan once more. Aoife wanted him so badly. Her lust overwhelmed her. Yet, she couldn't help but feel inadequate. Knowing that she hadn't been enough for Kuhalan due to her breasts, she felt ashamed and embarrassed but undeniably aroused. While what she said rang true to both of them, 
Aoife also knew that out of anything in the world, Kuhalan had wished for her. It may have been for her to be augmented to his desire, but it was still for her. She could feel herself becoming wet at the thought and let out a gentle moan as she felt Kuhalan grasp her hand. Kuhalan took Aoife's hands into his and gently pulled her arms from her chest. Her breasts began to expand slowly. She let out a gentle sigh of pleasure as a warm feeling enveloped her chest. It spread through her body, making her skin tingle and she formed goosebumps. Kuhalan felt her hands flush with heat and he looked into her eyes. The two maintained eye contact as Aoife began to pant heavily. Her white dress began to stick to her now wet skin and was now clinging onto her erect nipples. Her breasts grew and the form of her areolas was made clear through the thinning wet fabric. Aoife closed her eyes and pulled down on her dress to hide her crotch as her dress pulled up over her enlarging breasts. She couldn't help but moan and sigh as she became aroused from the sensation. Kuhalan quickly followed suit. Blood flowed to his groin and he began to ache in his pants as he watched Aoife become the most attractive woman he had ever seen. Her breasts were now ample and swollen. Sweat and saliva gleamed on her cleavage as she moaned and began to fondle her new breasts. A wet spot formed on the bottom of her dress which itself was now far too short to cover her bottom. Kuhalan began to fondle Aoife's hot breasts, and his erection was scraping against the inside of his pants. Aoife's large, hot perky breasts were firm but squishy in Kuhalan's hands. Aoife's nipples pressed against his palms as he cupped her bosom. It was then, he looked into Aoife's eyes and he kissed her. He gently touched her left arm and she slowly opened her eyes. Her body was hot. She smelled like a fresh summer breeze and her long red hair was in a perfect side braid. Her loose white dress hid her perfectly curved form and her emerald eyes were filled with longing for Kuhalan. It was then that Aoife kissed him back with a sincere and fiery passion. The two had longed for each other for a while. Now they both had each other as they wanted and they couldn't help their impulses. His hands continued to cup her breasts and his warm palms pressing against her nipples made her groan. She took his left hand and guided it down to her vulva. It was soaking wet. Kuhalan had never felt a woman before. The heat, the wetness... The softness of her velvet underground. It overwhelmed him and his pants were quickly becoming soaked with his excitement. He pulled his tongue from her mouth and picked her up. He lay Aoife on her bed and knelt down at the edge. His nose slipped up through her labia and his tongue soon followed. Aoife let out a gasp and placed a hand on Kuhalan's head. He lapped at her lips and pressed his tongue firmly against her flesh as he bobbed his head up and down. He found her clit and began to probe it with his hot wet tongue and her legs soon trembled. She lost all control of her body as she reached a climax the likes of which she had never felt. Her sensitive nipples rubbed against her now tight dress and she convulsed in ecstasy at the stimulation of her clit and nipples. Kuhalan gently scraped his fingertips against the inside of her thighs as she came on his face again and again. Then, Kuhalan stood up and pulled down his pants. His erection bobbed up and down and his swollen balls danced beneath his shaft as he grabbed Aoife's calves and pulled her to the edge of the bed. His balls pressed against the hot mess of her crotch while his cock poked out and above her vulva. She grasped his cock and slowly stroked it while meeting his gaze. They were both flush in the face and he leaned over to kiss her. As they closed their eyes and made out, she guided his cock with her hot hand and he pushed himself inside of her vagina. Neither were no longer virgins as Kuhalan slowly inched his cock into Aoife's hot wetness. She enveloped him in a sensation he had never experienced before. The two groaned as he eventually went inside of her, balls deep. The act only lasted a couple of minutes before Kuhalan reached climax inside of Aoife. The two let out bellows of ecstasy in sync as they reached the pinnacle of joy together. She could feel every throb as his cock pulsed inside of her canal. She held his face with both her hands and they groaned while adoring each other. His hands ran up her petite frame and he felt every inch of her while they remained interlocked with one another. 
Her long legs wrapped around him and they embraced while sharing each other's love for one another. Hulhullen sucked on Aoife's swollen pink nipples and they held each other fondly for a time. That's when Kelpie stood up on the sill, gave a grin, and left the pair to themselves.